All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Welcome back. This is Average Takes. Mm, yep. Shinny, <laughs> I usually start off the podcast lately with, how the hell are you? Feeling great. That's it. Feeling great. That's Feeling fantabulous. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon. I mean, I'm feeling great. No work tomorrow for me. Oh, well, work for us. All right. Working for the average man, but tomorrow I'm feeling a little above. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> Sus, that's all you got to say? Because yes. you got today off. All right. I get it. I get it. Well, today we're going to be talking about all sorts of subjects. All right. Just a cluster of sports today. Yeah, yeah just all around about chatter. Yeah, sir. Um, I want to talk about in the news lately. We've had a lot of wildness in college football. There has been top a lot of accusations, five, a top five prospects signing to wild schools. There have been kids to sign to a school to a month later switch schools just to get some money. Couple years ago, NIL deals came to fruition. Shannon, do you know what an NIL deal is? Name, image, likeness. Name, image, and likeness. I got a couple of these under the table. And what that does <laughs> for these college kids is that means they could finally brand themselves. The kids of the Terrell prior days are long gone where they had to sell signatures to get money and to get tattoos and such and such. The NIL deals is to provide safe money for college kids to help their families to get them out the mud, Trevor Roman. And yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. And, and there has been a lot of drama between major NCAA schools there has been some major drama so Alabama's Nick Saban and Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher been going at it have been absolutely bumping heads right now because yeah. of these name image likeness deals because a little school like Jackson State, uh, HBCU, historically black college. And they've ended up getting some D1 type talent, some five star recruits assigned there. Many people say it's because of the Hall of Famer, Deion Sanders, being their head coach. Barstool having a major platform in and out of those doors. That is a huge, huge reason to go there because Barstool has a huge platform, name, image, likeness. You get your name bigger. You get more money. That has some stuff to do with it. Absolutely. I think there's two ways to think of it as of right now. Nick Saban is angry because his recruits, he's losing some guys. And in the past, Alabama's obviously been a powerhouse for 
25, 30 years. And the Alabama. only reason was because they win. That was that's the only way they can sell Alabama. The way the way they would sell their players is look at like look at us. Like you're saying, yeah. look at us. Exactly. We're Alabama. You want to go to the NFL? Come to Alabama. Yep. Now it's NFL, not necessarily because before you had to go to the NFL to get your money, right? You had to get your bread in the NFL. Yep. Yep. If you want to go to the NFL, you go to the best college, which happens to be Alabama. So Nick Saban's getting angry because he's losing some recruits to some schools that are just paying these kids whatever amount possible. And just because he says that, it doesn't mean the school's paying them. It doesn't mean – I mean – It's basically like high school boosters. Yeah, yeah it's one- boosters. It's college boosters and companies that are in the near district or whatsoever that want to pay you money to go to that school. They're also funding the school. They want to make sure their school is a top-notch program. Many of these people are – past students and who have gone there and loved the school people who don't even care about the nfl like all their heart and soul is they they're all mater. football team yep. they're all mater. that's what they care about die hard notre dame fan till the day i die hey watch watch <laughs> it with the notre dame talk yeah well i mean they got their kids and, you know, name image likeness is changing the sport because we had Lincoln Riley, uh, Oklahoma Sooners coach, up and leave Oklahoma after many Heisman finalists, Baker Mayfield. You just have all these guys cycle through Oklahoma. They were producing some of Jalen Hurts' transfers from Alabama, Nick Saban School, to Oklahoma to get the start because they had so many great quarterbacks through their system. Getting now, one guy. Now you have Oklahoma head coach Lincoln Riley go to USC, and it seems like if you're checking your phones, USC is getting every transfer in the nation right now. USC is building a powerhouse. They had the Reggie Bush. They got suspended from college playoffs. They couldn't make it for like five years, whatever. They went through transformation. Sam Darnold, a lot of dark years after Sam Darnold. Now – you have one of the top coaches of the nation, Lincoln Riley, who had NFL jobs. Lincoln Riley come to USC and you got every kid transferring in because what? Los Angeles is going to pay them the money. Pay. Money. LA is the money maker. So that's why these schools like Alabama are. Would you rather live in Los Angeles, California, or go live in Alabama? Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Trevor, I'm picking the Trevor, If I gave you an option, would you rather leave LA and go live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Or stay right where you're at? You'd stay where you're at. I'll answer no, the question. No comment. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to leave Los Angeles. California, one hand, because the weather's beautiful year round, doesn't matter. Hoodie year round if you wanted to see people do it to go to Alabama, Tuscaloosa. Oh, no, yeah, Nick Saban, your team has been awesome for years. I'm gonna chase the money. If LA's paying me, if Florida's paying me. Jackson State, if Barstool's gonna give me a million dollars, quote unquote, which I don't I don't believe that they gave the number one prospect a million dollars. I mean, national NIL deal, 
yeah, somebody helped, but I don't know about what Nick Saban's saying is true. I am all for these rumors, though, because this the drama is what makes college Sports. football so good. I don't remember the one kid's name, but he was uh, like the number one ranked quarterback in the like freshman class, got his the biggest NIL deal that they had created, and then now he transferred. He bounced. He's out. I don't remember his name, but that's one of the things. So he's going to get another NIL deal, obviously, somewhere else. Double the money. Kids are chasing bags. Good. They should be doing. It's so weird, though. NIL. I know who who you're talking about. Quinn Ewers. Yes, Quinn Ewers. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he was. He was the number one quarterback in the nation or something. And didn't he go to Ohio State or committed to Ohio State and then transfers after he gets his NIL deal or whatever? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Something like that. He goes to he he's at Texas though. He is gonna be Texas Longhorn. Yeah. But he did he was not go, originated at Texas. Where'd he commit to? I think Bob was right. Ohio State. I think it was. Oh, it was one of the big schools. It was Ohio State, or I can't remember. And he got an NIL deal there, and then he left, or he, he yes. left because of the NIL. No, he got one left, but he got like the biggest one, and he yes. was like so fourteen. He committed. He committed to Ohio what? State. Got a huge NIL deal, and after he got paid, he transferred, and now now he's on Texas Longhorns. Wow. Yeah, like talk about chasing a bag. Like you got the bag, you left. I, I now, think next this, year this do all again. makes the drama. So I, I was talking, I was having a couple of drinks at the bar one night and I was talking to a young fella and he said <laughs> to me, he was talking to me about his girlfriend and her liking drama shows, the, you know, the Jersey Shores and all those Real housewives shows, and- the Real Housewives. And he goes, you know what? The trade deadline, the free agency, the drama behind that is just like those shows. That's what pulls us in is because we have those guys, the the Kyrie Irvings who skip out practice and we get to hear about it and talk about it. That is what pulls us into sports. This NIL deal stuff is pulling so many people into college football and going, well, this young man is transferring because he got a check and that's bringing so much light into other sports. Like there's a reason guys like sports is because it's manly drama. Yep. Your girlfriend might like the Royal housewives of the NBA or whatnot, but we like, (laughs) we like the drama of those sports more than we sometimes like the sport. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some people, I I mean, yes and no, but I, that's the reason I like all this stuff is, I'm talking about Quint errors when or whatever when he's a freaking freshman. I'll never I don't hear think I'd it. ever talk about freshmen in college in my entire life. Uh, you probably have. I don't know. <laughs> this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But the college scene is going to be crazy. A lot of different teams are going to be good. Nick Saban is going to get knocked off the the top and it's going to be interesting for sure no matter how uh, much nil drama comes do you think he's NFL's really getting knocked off the top no. i mean it sounds like he's complaining and not 
uh, confident in what his teams are doing right now. His his yeah, office. there is there to me. There you know, feels no reason to complain if I'm Nick okay. Z. Exactly. If, you want, if I'm do you want me to NIL give you a big brain move right now? This is my big brain move. Nick Saban is complaining today for when he loses in the seven months from now. Absolutely. This he's is big be, brain move now. He's going so to be like it all spans back, back to remember when I told May, you spring ball went back to May when I was talking about the NIL deals. It's just crazy. Yes. These kids don't want to come to Alabama. Yes. Big brain. I don't know what's going Nick on. Saban is setting up his future loss. Yeah. That's big brain move. Absolutely. That's where, Absolutely. what that's my best take. I can give you out of this <laughs> because I don't think. Jimbo Fisher's right. I don't think Nick Saban's right. I don't think the NIL deals are right either. At all, yeah. Whoever has the most money. Because honestly, like going back to the draft, how many kids did you see crying at the draft? How many kids was this like, I get to save my family type NFL draft? There wasn't many. I saw a couple kids cry. Don't don't get me wrong. I won't take away from the NFL prospects and those kids. But how many kids were like, oh, this is changing my life. Like, no, this is this is a moving on. Like I I saw a lot of kids were just like, yeah, like I'm ready. Like I've seen in the prior like five years ago, I bet you like 75 percent of those people were crying. You know, that's what sucks about these NIL deals is that now. The NFL doesn't mean mo- that money is. What is it? It's I've a little bit. Money. No, correct. It's more. It's, no, yeah, but at the same time, it's also like a. It's low key an NFL system. Here's your rookie deal. If you don't perform, you're gonna get less and less and less, and then you you wash out. You don't. You're not signed anymore. You're a free agent. So it kind of starts on that like kind of mindset too, where oh, here's your bag. If you perform. Look for more in the future. If not, we're we're gonna put that to someone else who's giving us what we want because obviously you're not doing it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And the way I would put it is, you're gonna actually see the people who want to be successful in the NFL versus the people who are chasing the bag. Yeah, and I think that's gonna really separate in the coming years. Yeah, like you you won't you won't have the the prospects who fall off. I don't think as much. Like, I think we're going to see that more and more. Like, those kids are going to end up, like, falling off a lot. Yeah, earlier, right? it's definitely going to be make uh, shorter NFL careers, too, because yes, they already got bags. Yes. Then what do they need to go to the NFL for? Yes, yeah. I agree. I think this is, is setting up the future to be to be either one, A, a league of only people who care because the bad will be wadded out after every year, yeah. or it'll be a bad league. I feel like once it becomes a business, it's always. And I be wonder a if the NFL the business is just going to grow. I wonder if the NFL likes this because when you sign your first contract, the negotiation, people are always trying to get the most money. But if you already have some of that money, you know, I wonder if the NFL is going to be a little bit like they're going to give out less money because of what the, you have I, already. I think I think the total opposite. I think the NFL is going to hate this. Because kids are going to be like, oh, you're only going to pay me that? Like, I've made that. I've made the $16 million in a year. Yeah. That NIL yeah, but- deal, these, these commercials I'm in already, I got the Gatorade on national television during the national championship. You don't Literally. think that's going to affect the NFL contracts of the future? I think there's, it's just going to make the NFL put 
more and more and more money into their payroll. I think this is honestly, if I were to give you my NFL aspect, I think this is going to hurt the league. If I was to give you my college aspect, I'm going to tell you that more teams are going to be better now. I don't think it's just going to be the Alabamas, Ohio States, and the Clemson. Yeah, that like part's it has probably been true. The last 15 years. Yeah, that part's true. But I think there's going to be a wider range of colleges because of broad broad deals in their like areas. Yeah. It's always going to be harder for like the scouting departments for the teams in the NFL. Like, yeah, because they're not going to know where to look at because <laughs> everybody's just going everywhere for money. And then there's like, who's good on actually good on your team. I think yeah. there's going to be like 25 decent guys on USC this year because of yeah. this shit. It seems like every prospect is transferring to USC right now because of one, you got the California weather, the beautiful coast. You got USC who during this generation's childhood, if you're a football fan, US, USC was top dog. Reggie Bush, yeah. like all the like USC was not liner. childhood. Like the kids who are growing up right now, like it's like, yeah, some of them will be more towards Alabama once we get through a, a little bit more of a cycle. We'll end up seeing the Florida fans and the Alabama, the Ohio State. But I think these kids are just going to be chasing money. Like we talk about Quinn, you go to you commit to Ohio State, you get the NIL and you dip. You go back to Texas where you're from. Say they paid me in the middle already. Don't need nothing else. And then we have the whole transfer portal situation where the NCAA doesn't really care no more. No. Not at all. It's all about the kids now. And which I like because if you don't like your opportunity, you could end up moving and you still don't lose a total year. But the opportunity and it's is also at the same time like the opportunity is not like your second string. You want this, to go this example that I like it's is, I'm gonna go chase a bag somewhere else. Yeah, the example I like is the one Tyron Matthew gave out where he had to sit like two years behind Pat P, all those elite quarters at LSU for like two years, he at least had to sit and he grinded and look at him. Now he's like 12, 13 year vet in the NFL. Like he's obviously made it, but kids don't do that nowadays. You know? Yeah. He said that made him better. He said that. Yeah, because it creates, that it creates more time. opportunities. Iron they, sharpens iron. They you know, know they I'll, have, I'll be a hundred percent believer. In they that. know they have plan B's and C's now like Tyron Matthew. He only had plan a, it was to wait behind those guys. And when he gets his opportunity, you have to shine. And what's I'll give you two examples on why this sucks is because one coaches are not going to be able to like scream at people, like try to put fear in them and like, try to be like, you need to learn this and grasp this anymore. Like, cause, because They'll up and I got a phone in my back pocket and I bet exactly. you, I got six college coaches telling me that I'll be better off somewhere else. And it, we also maybe see, like you were saying earlier, but the motivation from these guys, it's all going to get slim. You'll see how slim it will be for the next five, ten years, just because yeah. why do I need this money? I already have. And like then said, and, you're, and when getting... you're 18, bro, when you're 18, 19, you're not thinking about your future at all. Like, no, nobody no. really is. They think now. the million dollars, the $500,000 they get, whatever, they're set for life, you know? And then I brought up a second aspect when I was just talking a second ago. 
My second point on why this sucks is that the scouting department is going to be focusing their focal point against high school kids because they know those kids are, they could change their mind in a flick in a second. Yeah. They're going to focus their, their talent towards kids who are transfers, (laughs) like kids, they, they could try to scout away from schools, transfer portals, junior colleges, like, a lot of kids in these high school programs are going to affect. And I've, I've heard Deion Sanders talking about it, saying that a lot of teams are looking at transfer portal guys now who've already done their couple years at a major program who just want their shot. Already got their knowledge. Yeah. Don't so who are, who are these kids going to go to right out of high school? You know, all the lower level programs and then the top dogs are going to feed off of them. And then it's going to be a cycle. And then it's just it's wrong. It's it's not the right way college football was supposed to be. No, not at all. I'm I'm hoping I totally agree. I'm hoping I'm hoping we're wrong. I hope this podcast ends up becoming a mockery and people post this everywhere and say these kids were idiots. College football is great, but still hate it. I totally think that this was the wrong way to do it to pay such young kids so much money. I think there should have been a cap. You shouldn't be able to pay this kid fucking a million dollars out of high school. If I got a million dollars out of high school, I'm probably dead. (laughs) Like legit. I probably have too much money. I, I have too much money. Yep. I would be in Vegas like Johnny Manziel in every strip club. Especially if you move away from home, you don't got nobody telling you what to do and what not to do. So, and your buddies are saying, "Hey, let's money. do it. Let's go." Let's go Especially when money. you're you're in college in the dorm rooms around college kids who have no money, yeah. and all they want to do is party. Like you're, you're just you're fueling a fire. You're dumping gasoline in a fire, and I think Nick Saban is right to a point. But I don't think Nick Saban is right because he's won this entire time. I that's why he's and that's why he's mad yeah. and commenting yeah. on it. This is like he this is is right, thing. He's no, right to a go point. ahead. The the Schefter posted an uh, article about it, and this is my favorite part. Nick Saban says this is not professional sports. I mean, we have free agency and no salary cap. That's basically what we have, right? There's no professional league that has this circumstance because none of them are stupid enough to have it, which he's kind of right. There is no salary cap. So the schools with the most money can just pay and for their players and have the best teams in his, in his defense, he, he doesn't, he's been paying kids. The boosters at Alabama, I guarantee have been paying kids for the last 10 years and and that's legally. And that's what Jimbo was talking about. He's like, you guys want to look under my rug. Let's look under your rug. Yeah. You guys paint him as, Football God. Well, yeah. God has a couple ca- caskets hidden under the rug. Yeah. Because there's no way you couldn't have killed someone to become a leader like that. And that's what he's talking about. He's talking about that Jimbo Fisher has been doing this for years and it's finally came back at him. And his boosters don't have the money to come back at the schools like USC and LA and all these Texas and these big ass schools is because you lose. I wonder, players. you know, yeah. I wonder what Tuscaloosa, Alabama's like net worth is in. Like, yeah. Money. What are you going to pay a kid that LA can't? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I <laughs> really Los Angeles would. has so many 
avenues of money and just like commercials and podcasts and it's the whole scenery it's hollywood yeah like it's it's hard to to fight in tuscaloosa alabama to try to talk a kid to go to alabama you know i, I can't do it. you can't do it to, to to try to beat over los angeles are you for real with me right now Simpsy, i'm gonna i'm gonna kudos to those kids that do because I honestly believe Nick Saban with even whatever the bullshit Alabama's program is top notch in the country. You will be a better football player coming out of there than when you arrived. Yeah, but only because the top recruits go there. And so it's high talent football. If they're not getting all the top recruits, then it's not high talent football. They're not going to win anymore. Nobody Eh. wants to go to Tuscaloosa. Yes and no. I still think coaching has a really big factor in college football. Huge and huge. And what Nick Saban's like pull is in the NFL, like, you know, Bill Belichick and him have straight conversations. We have tape of Bill Belichick going to him and go, who who's the, the best guy on your team? Yeah. And I think better college coaches like definitely have an advantage over some of the teams that are Poorly, you could draw the best player up in the world if you don't have the right athletes to run it, it's not gonna work. So, true, I don't know, it goes both ways. There's a lot of there's a lot of gray area in this whole NIL stuff just because it's new. I think they will eventually get it all like squared away, but right now, a lot of gray area, there's really no like ceiling like bob was saying everything's running wild right now need a cap need a cap everything is running wild everybody is running wild nobody's staying and trying to compete for a job they're just leaving and finding another job somewhere else where they don't have to compete yeah i'd like to add on to that we always scrutinize nfl players for jumping ship off the team that drafted them but how many of these kids have jumped ship from their college team multiple times i bet you your favorite nfl player has played on two college football teams. Like my right favorite now. NBA player has. Kevin Durant, baby, the originator. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, there's no like respect and loyalty anymore in the sport. Like ever since LeBron in Miami, freaking whatever year that was, 2012. 2002. What? LeBron's old as fuck now. <laughs> oh my god! Wrong again, Trevor. <laughs> but ever since that, there has been no loyalty in any league. Like it doesn't matter if you were drafted by that team. And but that is why opposite, I loved Kobe. On but the opposite is there's also no loyalty in a team aspect. Like you always have these old team or old players of teams coming out and being like, they offered me like half of what I made the next year. Like, yeah, I couldn't have couldn't have stayed like on any uh, Bobby Wagner, for example. He's like the Seahawks gave me bet men. And I was like, shit, I literally shit on the contract and gave it back to him. Yeah. Told it Pete Carroll to fuck off. And what does he do? Sign with his division rival Super Bowl uh, champions. Yeah, that's that's got to be that's like so the best part of free agency is doing pulling a move like that, knowing how mad your former team would be just because they didn't want to give you a good contract. And some guys are honestly worth like just the, a good contract. Like, I don't know, but NIL, 
I still think of it as the contract. You get a rookie deal. If you perform, you're going to continue to make more and more money until you fall off. That's how I think it's going to be. Professional sports is not going to be the goal anymore. It's just going to be four years in high school and I'm set. I mean, four years in college and I'm set. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Not even four. Those guys. Yeah, basically. If you're making the money to set yourself up for life in college, kudos to you, man. And we'll see, like, not a big school guy, but how many of these kids are going to finish school, you know, like schooling, like getting academics wise. That's what a college athlete, a student athlete. So what the NCAA is all about. That's what they've been about the last 20 years. Oh, student first before athlete. You need to get your grades in. These kids are getting, you need to get your grades good. So then you can go to the NFL. So then you can get your bag. But if you're not getting, if you're getting your bag four years prior to that, then we'll see what the fuck happens. See what happens. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever really seen uh, like a major college have like a kid be on ineligible. I don't think I've ever heard of a kid missing a, a game. I don't think like a possible. major prospect of like it, like an NFL talent. Is it kid. possible to be ineligible at the college level? Yeah, it is possible. You have you still have to maintain a certain grade level. That's, I didn't. I no went to Grossmont. I didn't show up to class the whole year. And I was on the <laughs> team the whole. Your year. freshman year, you're allowed to. Your sophomore um, year, you have to have. A, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Story, well, three home runs. That that is enough for this nil deal in college football. I'm excited for this college football year, just like I'm excited for the NFL. There's been so many wild, moves. so much talk about it. It's, so much talk, and yeah. well, hold on. I want to add one more point. What All do you right. guys think about how the chemistry on teams will be when one dude's making seven hundred thousand and your old lineman's getting lunch? That's an ideal deal. No. You're definitely right on that too. People are going to quarterbacks have making egos. one million. Yeah. Offensive lineman has a Jersey Mike steal. It's going to yeah. the Honestly. player coach role too. It's going to be like you, just like Bob said. If the coaches can't yell at the kids anymore. They're just going to up and leave because I can go get money and other stuff at other schools. Deion Sanders came out and said that there's a real problem now because. There's going to be college football players making more money than the coaches. Than the coaches in are on their teams. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because you could little boy your coach. You could be like, coach, just took home more money got, than you made all year. Yeah. Dog. Then you made your whole life. You're a graduated yeah. assistant working here for free. Ha. Yeah, and, and you know, you I'm know freshman, about and I, I got more money. Twenty percent of those kids are hella disrespectful. Too. Exactly, their ego is going to come oh, into play. They're going to be like, I makes, don't need this. That's what makes me pissed off at Nick Saban because a year ago he was pumping at the NIL deals. Oh, Bryce Young made seven digits before he even practiced one day. Like, dog, you are a part of this. You hype that up in the news. You came out and said that in front of every reporter Mm-mm. that your your next quarterback is making a million dollars before he had one day at practice. He enrolled at the school and made a million dollars. This is your fault too. That's bullshit. All right, let's get, to the, let's, let's get to the <laughs> NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. Great time of the year. We have baseball, NBA playoffs. We got drama all over every sport. 
Yeah, we're loving every minute of it. We're loving every minute. Um, I'm just want to say now, Bob was the only one to claim that we were a Suns podcast. Yeah, and I am still a Suns fan. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I am. I am gonna take the reins and say we're gonna be a Warriors podcast from here on out. I'm oh. a I'm a Celtics fan. So. Oh, so we all got three different teams now. Yeah, Bob's, <laughs> Bob's gonna come and say, "Oh, I'm a Sun slash Celtics." Yeah, I, I or, mean, I'm I wanted Chris Paul to win, and they just CPO. Oh, CPO, buddy. that guy. CPO. We could move on. We're in a whole different. We're we're talking about. <laughs> We're in the semifinals now. We got and the the, the Mavericks the are going to get embarrassed. And the Mavericks, well, they Golden got State. embarrassed in game one. Absolutely, Luca was out. Game. Luka was out sipping some little beers before the game with Boba. Oh, buddy, you got beat by thirty, something uh, like that. It maybe that or maybe they just partied so fucking hard when they destroyed, the, absolutely annihilated the Suns. Yeah, could be that. Could and be they that. were still hungover from the flight. Jet jet lag, all all of that combined. Well, who knows? Luca fought hard in the last uh, series. So. It's just crazy that basketball is one of those sports time. where you, you saw what Luca did to the Suns on whatever day that was, and then he comes out first day and just goosey like oh, yeah. terrible. He had twenty points as well as the games a game of runs. Twenty, I think. Like he had forty five against the Suns, game seven. Okay, well the Warriors' leading scorer had twenty one points, so. But the Warriors the had rest, like it was the rest of the Mavs team didn't show up. All right, you can't just blame this. Luke is not the a best one game on the band. field. Luke is the best. He's, he's the only person the I know Dallas, on the Mavericks. Luka. He is the only person I know on the Mavericks. One team. He's a one man team. It seems you're like gonna, that. Yes, you're gonna tell me Randy Bull is gonna like put that, up yeah. thirty again. You're Spencer gonna tell me, Diddy? yeah, Spencer that Diddy. guy. You're gonna tell me he's gonna put up thirty again. Hey, he put yeah, up right. But I like Spencer Dinwiddie. Did you see he, he makes $1 if the Mavs win the uh, NBA Finals? His bonus, $1. his finals bonus is one American dollar. No way, Why? dude. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. He His agent negotiated ask him. <laughs> They're just talking Our about Cuban it. Finesse. Our Cuban is a finesse. <laughs> <laughs> He's also your NBA finals. Gotta read the fine print. No, your, no, no. Your finals bonus is one. No, 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 no. no. You're they signing said, like one million dollars if I win the finals. Packet, if you read this packet, then you know. Like, like, oh, you're getting seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, good thing they won't. You won't have to worry about it. Sign yeah, here. I don't think they're gonna win the finals anyway. Yeah, no. The real series to talk about is Celtics Heat. Yeah, but Heat are right getting now. crushed right now by thirty. Yeah, but, it'll be it'll be one one after this podcast is finished. Series yeah. tied up at one. But who knows? The Heat could step on their necks. The I Heat are like also the Celtics, though. Yeah, no, I really yeah. like the Celtics. I've never really been a big Celtics person or Al even Warford a big Boston fan. Yeah, but and game, they're winning by thirty. Game one, Celtics were hot first half, and the Heat came back, and Jimmy Butler scored forty and stomped on their necks. Yeah, so that well, could happen heat, right now. The that Heat could are right weird because I feel like I've never hear about them, never hear about them, never hear about them. Eastern Conference Finals, anything happens in the playoffs in any sport. We yeah. know this. Exactly. Jimmy Butler put up forty. Um, Jimmy Butler, but the Heat have a lot of shooters like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. They can all shoot lights out. So you add all that together, they're a great team. Like it's Plus hard to Bam defend. Bam Adebayo, he, they got 
good inside. He's a good rebounder, can score a lot of points. So yeah. if you're trying to stretch out a defense with all those shooters and then you bring Bam in the mix, it's just easy bounce pass inside. And... But the Celtics do look a lot better than them just overall. Oh, yeah. Jason Tatum has, since I last seen him play, he's stepped it up a, a whole lot. He looks super yeah. good. Not Marcus just Smart's Tatum. Really well. Yes, I was going to say Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Al Marcus Horford. Smart. Al Horford. 21 Big and 10. I remember Marcus Smart at Oklahoma State. Bro, I used to March Madness. Yes. I don't know why I remember him. I that's what's weird about my like my brain is I remember these weird ass guys who yeah he's no, not an I, NBA for star. some reason I remember that too because I would wake up early before school and turn on ESPN and he was playing at Oklahoma and you would always see his tats on the freaking back of his arms when he's just driving in. I always Good. remember his three, yeah. the yeah. threes on the like freaking. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I remember Marcus like, Smart in March Madness playing college. But yeah, the Celtics, they just got kind of a solid group of team. Like they just got a solid team. Might be the Celtics year. Might be. Yeah, I I'm really enjoying this comeback from the Warriors. I've always been a low-key Warriors like fan. Um Clay coming back. They got kind of a reinvented with Jordan Poole and uh oh, what's his name? Wiseman. James Wiseman like They've drafted really well. They've made some great moves. Yes. Clay's Clay, back. Clay's healthy. Game six, Clay, Tyson, Jordan. Anybody but the Warriors. Game at six. This point. <laughs> I love the, the Warriors at this point. That's going to be great. That dynasty is going to be insane. Four rings in like seven years. Bro, you could come back and win one without KD. That'd be wild. That just That'd shows you how good. Steph, Steph and Steph Curry is, yeah. Steph and Clay. Bro. It's going to be Boston and the Warriors. People have been and Draymond. Like, Everyone forgets about yeah, Draymond, yes, dog. Yes. Draymond, Draymond goes and runs to his little podcast crazy. after the game and goes and talks shit, but everyone forgets about little Draymond. Yeah. yeah. That dynasty right there, Steph, Clay, and Draymond is going to go down. If they win it this year, that might be the best three-peat. The they, best three. Well, and they didn't they have like a lottery pick? Last year, two years ago, they That's were like a Weisman top three was. pick. That's what James Wiseman was. Was it was their like top pick? Yeah, because Steph didn't play that year, right? Or did, yeah, was Steph it just, was hurt. Yeah, was and hurt. Clay was hurt. Yeah. So hey, I love that comeback story where it just shows you we are the motherfucking best. Yes, like LeBron, you didn't make playoffs two years in a row. That's terrible. What? Terrible. I mean, I know, <sighs> I understand it's year, I understand it's year seventeen, LeBron, but you got. Steph and Clay in their 30s now coming back to win. Draymond in his 30s coming back to win another one. Kevin Durant, you got knocked out first round. Smell ya. Kyrie Irving, smell ya. Kyrie Irving. James Harden, smell ya. Ben Simmons, you gonna play, buddy? Shit about you after the game. Russell Westbrook, smell ya. All these stars. On All these the teams. guys who you seen in the playoffs five years ago are already gone. Besides, mm. who's left? Stephen Curry and Clay. Game six, Clay. I want to see it. Do not let me see. It. I want to see it bad. I'm hype on that. And then you have the Celtics who rebuilt around the Nets picks. No one really remembers draft picks. All right, I'm gonna refresh your mind. A couple <laughs> years, a couple years ago. I'm going to say about 10 at this point. 
Celtics and the Nets made a trade. Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Jason Terry to the Nets for a whole lot of picks. Those old timers on the Nets not did shit. And they got traded to the Nets? They all got traded to the Nets for a bunch of picks. I did not know they went to the Nets. Guess what the Celtics did with those picks? Oh, I'll tell you right about now. Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. And Mr. Williams. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. They turned those two first round, three first round picks into their franchise. Didn't miss. Did not miss one pick. You had Lonzo Ball up there. Ooh. The Lakers were up there every year. They they took they Lakers don't have a pick on their team in the last like 10 years, it feels like. Yeah, but do. the Celtics have built right. They kept they traded for those picks. They built those picks up. And it feels like to me the Celtics versus Warriors is gonna be one of the best finals that we've in seen a in a while. Yeah, that's what my I finals prediction is gonna be. Oh, that's Celtics mine for Warriors. Sure. Mine and for I sure. think it's gonna be a blast. Because last year, I I mean, I felt bored last year. I know I'm a, I'm I'm a Chris Ball fan. I wanted the Suns to win. Suns went up, then fell off. So I was a little bored, Giannis. Blah blah blah. Everyone knew Giannis was gonna be all of a sudden this great player. Ain't he gone too? Yes, sir. Ain't he gone too? Joel Embiid gone. Gone. I mean, this playoffs is fun, but I I do think we see Warriors, Celtics, and I think people are sleeping on Jimmy Butler. That's uh, what if Jimmy Butler can somehow find a way. Jimmy, I sleep on Jimmy. Jimmy is somehow find a way in the postseason for the last eight of the ten years. It feels like he's no, in the postseason every year. If the Heat make the finals, Jimmy Butler, he already has my respect, but he needs to oh, gain yeah. everyone else's respect. He yeah. is a baller. He changes Absolutely. teams. You put him on one of these teams with superstars. I guarantee they're in the they're in the playoffs. They're making playoffs. They're going to the finals. I think he's made, I think he's made the playoffs like the last like six years on on, on like, like five different, different teams. teams. Yeah, T Wolves, T Wolves. What was it? Seventy Sixers. He was on yeah, there for Sixers. a year. Yeah. Like did Bulls. he play on? A, didn't he? Yeah, you're right. Bulls. Started on the Bulls. Yeah. I mean, well, he's maybe the six is what I'm thinking. He was on one year and they made playoffs. Yeah, they did on the one year he was there. He made the finals with the Heat. I know they lost the Lakers, but yeah. in the bubble, in the bubble, he got 29 points right now. The next closest player player has 14. I mean, this guy's single on, the heat, on the Heat. No, don't just say next closest player because I know my my boy on the heat jason. no jason tatum has 27 yeah i was gonna say jason tatum got yeah. 27 right now i'm just saying on the heat like he's single-handedly carrying the heat bam out of bio the next star player on his team has six points pj tucker has five yeah. he's there for defense i mean jimmy butler is the soul of this team and jimmy butler is a veteran they have no yeah. young like studs I like, I like, like jimmy explosive no, i like jimmy, jimmy is a dog jimmy Butler's i just don't think jimmy brings the best out of his teammates no, he brings the best out of himself. He has a little bit of a, a MJ ego on him where yeah. I just want to win. I will fucking crush you. I just want to win. Yeah. But that may be just what he expresses on the court. I not like a f- huge follower of him off the no, court. But even in practice, yeah. he's had a lot of like fights scuffles. in practice and scuffles yeah. because so did, he's had that type he's of a chirpy guy, chirpy guy. And he's just there to win. And if you're not there to win, get the fuck off the court. That's basically. that's honestly, that's a motivator. 
Oh yeah. He's an all-time motivator. You need people on that people on your team like that. And that's why this team is in the postseason. Cause yeah. He's been there for like three years now, two years maybe, and he's yeah. every day just on their ass. Look, you need to he do this. He knows how to win. People don't think he knows how to win. Yes. All right, let's let's get all of our predictions right now. Oh, I, basketball I said, is – I'm, I'm agreeing. I think it's Celtics-Warriors easy, and okay. I think Warriors Celtics win Warriors? in six. Absolutely. Oh, you say Warriors in six? Yes. Roman, what do you say? I think it goes to seven Celtics. I got Celtics in six. You got Celtics in six. I got yeah. Celtics in seven. You're gonna go up against Game Six Clay and think they're gonna win. Dude, yeah, I swear right. basketball yeah. is all about the money. It goes to Game Seven every time. Yeah, it probably goes to Game Seven. Time. No, it you're right. Game seven. But so I don't know who's. I don't know who's. Whoever's home team wins always too. I, yeah. Home team in Game Seven and will it'll always probably win. be Golden State. It'll probably. That's be what Golden I want to know. If Golden State's home, <laughs> like home in Game Seven, it'll probably be Golden State at home, and they win it, and it's blue and yellow coming down from the sky. Blue and yellow confetti, and then all I would, I would talking about it. is wow, I would what a glorious! What a hate glorious! It. I can't wait for the thirty for thirty. I cannot wait. <laughs> true, 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 true. Thirty for thirty. I wait. What are we gonna call it? The comeback. Steph Curry, um, that's what you call The, that's the you first, call the second dance. The second oh. dance? <laughs> that would be funny if they did, like, the fourth ring. Because It's probably, probably just going to be called four. Dynasty. It's probably just going to be called Dynasty. The Golden State Warriors. No, it, it would be something to do with threes. It would be, like, the rain show or it's raining threes or something like that, bro. Because they are they sh- shoot the lights out or something like that. Like, yeah. Shoot the because lights Steph Curry out. is already fact, the greatest shoot, the three-point shooter yeah, of all that's time. That's what I was oh, saying. Yeah. Fun fact, Steph Curry leads the whole NBA history in three-pointers made, and he's still going. He yeah, so it's probably going to be like they shot the lights out. And it's yeah. going to be a, a 30 for 30 on their historical. 30 for 30. You know, have you ever been to the finals five years in a row? Recru- and then- recruiting KD, all the whole story, dog. It'll be crazy. Can't wait for that. You know, it's crazy how basketball changed. Not too long ago, before we were alive, basketball was not a top sport. Like it was, uh-huh. it did no numbies. It was. You know, MLB was the top dog, and then NFL, obviously, for a long time, ruled Sundays. So yeah. NBA was always third dog, but it seems like the latter 10 years, NBA has grown in popularity. Oh, yeah. yeah, grown, but the last Enormously. like three have they slipped off a little bit. But I think it's, it's the way things were handled. You know, a lot of things have not been popular in the way they've discussed. I think it's politics. the way they play basketball like now. Like back then, it used to be in the paint, like only getting twos up. Fucking Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain, like fucking dream dog, one like, dribble. I'm going to beat you to the rim and dunk in your mouth. No, like, one one dribble, hop, step, lay it up. Yeah, just like super shifty. And then ever since like Steph Curry came in and it's all behind the three-point arc and it's just shoot till the lights go out and you have to guard them and it's high high up scoring games whoever, and it's just more interesting now. Whoever came up with the theory that three points is more than two in this game why don't we start shooting more threes? Yeah. Change the game forever. Uh, Steph Curry himself. And I'm pretty sure it's Steph Curry himself because... It, no, it was a... I think it was a college coach. might have been his college was, coach. The mindset in the NBA was... If you're going to shoot from half court, 
I'm going to let you shoot from half court for, until you yeah, start making ever it. NBA and now was, Steph Curry was the first to make every single three-point he's ever shot, so now you got to go guard him. Yeah, and, but it was also dominated by seven foot three, two hundred ninety yeah. pounds. It was forever. Monster. The sport was forever. Take the correct shot. So percentages were a huge like thing in the sport it was like, yeah. OK, a two point shot, a pull up jumper is going to hit way more way of the more. time than yeah. a three point shot until these all of a sudden shooters started coming yes. in the game and shooting the lights shooters. out. The Ray Allens of the league, you know, mm-hmm. like all these Reggie Millers of the league started coming into the league the last 20 years. It's yeah. changed enormously. It has. And then Steph Curry has came in and been able to shoot from the logo. And yeah. it's changed basketball Everything. even more from the three-pointer. It's been pull up whenever you just feel like it. Basically. And Shooter so that's shoot. why we see crazy NBA. And that's why a lot of people fall off is because it's not – it's not the plays and everything. We're not setting up pick and rolls in that style. Yeah. But it's high scoring. I feel like everybody loves a high scoring game. Yeah, because so. of threes more than a two. That's why yeah. the Chris Pauls of the league don't win no more is because he's a pick and roll. Yeah. He's an assist dump off or shoot the mid-range guy. The last 10 years, for sure, it's been pull-up jumper, three-pointer, splash in your face. Absolutely. In your face, and I'm letting you know that I made that in your face, buddy. And now centers are starting to be able to shoot threes like John. Anybody can shoot in this league. Anybody can shoot in this league now, and no, it's just you have to, to be able to shoot. You can't yeah. play in the league unless you can shoot. Facts, facts, facts. Even if you're just a ferocious rebounder, I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing the, jumper the box scores then. with four points, thirteen rebounds, three assists for these big guys. Yeah. But I mean, it's good. It's, it's obviously working because you get the rebound, kick it out to one of your shooters, and you're draining. You know, it's never, it's it's not but, get a rebound and put it right back up like it yeah, used to be. It's rebounding and look for an outlet. You know, but most of those guys, like the centers at least, they're not that good at passing. Like no, like handling the ball and stuff. No. Except Jokic, Jokic is a stud at everything, passing, shooting. Yeah, but a big man he right is there, a too. he's a he is a product of the last ten years of basketball. Yes. Which look at look at the type of guys you get now: Kevin Durant, him, uh, Joel Embiid, these big guys. I'll even put LeBron in there. LeBron yeah. is a big ass motherfucker. Yeah, that could do it all. That could dribble, run down the court, full speed, dribble, pull slam it, or pass yeah. off, pull up. Like mm-hmm. you have people who are. Too big to be in regular earth. <laughs> that absolutely kill it in this game because the rim is 10 feet high and you got to jump cars to freaking dunk a ball. Like, yeah, there's a reason this game has changed is because. Yeah, there are so much more athletic people in this world than there were. It's crazy. 50 years ago. You couldn't find an athletic trainer. That's not a job. <laughs> like, yeah, you have the guys who go to the gym and know how to work out, but a speed trainer, it's not a job. Shot. You have a million speed trainers on this earth right now, training kids how the techniques, the elbows, the lock the elbows, the lock strike, the elbows, the, yeah. strike into the ground hard yes, on, on your plant. toe, the balls of your feet. Yes, you have those type jumps. of people. Get your knees, get your knees. You got to sink your body up. That mm-hmm. trains kids. You want to go fast? Five you move years your hands old. That type of person who trains kids from five to fifteen 
those kids are already better off than a kid who didn't play sports for 10 years of his life, yeah. 12 years of his life. Yeah. You know, that's why they say like the rich people stay rich and like born, like build monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they paid for that kid at five years old to be in a gym since he was five. Yeah. And he's worked out with his growth. Yes. He's got was a monster from five years old. Happens. Happens all the time. All right. Well, at this point of the podcast, I want to talk about the Padres, man. The Padres. Because last podcast, we talked about a lot of baseball, but we ended up talking about the rotation. And we talked about Mackenzie Gore getting his piggyback outing. And that oh, what was, are we going to do with all this pitching? What are we going to do? We were worried. <laughs> we were worried. Sick. I was worried because I didn't know how Mackenzie Gore was going to treat it. I love the way he treated he it. He treated it like the utmost professional because I want to talk about what Ryan Christensen, our acting manager for the series, said after the game. He said, I talked to Mackenzie before the start, night before the start, and said, hey, we're going to use you out of the pen. How do you want to treat it? Do you want to treat it as a start? Do you want to treat it as the pen? Mackenzie said, I want to treat it as if I'm a regular arm out of the pen, bullpen. Not, I, I'm not going to throw all those pitches like before start. I'm going to get my couple and go. And Ryan said that was awesome. He treated it like a straight major leaguer, like he's here for this team. And that was my question, how he was going to handle the bullpen. And he treated it like he was meant to be here. And he looked like it out there. He looked awesome. I'm just gonna let right. I'm gonna let everyone know right now. If Mike Clevenger and Mackenzie Gore do that once every five days, it's gonna be a long year for the NL West. I can tell you that. I love it. I love it's how gonna we're be a winning. long year. I love that we're winning series. I feel like the Padres <laughs> never used to win series. This, I mean, I mean going into this year, that. dude, the Phillies. I was low key hyped. I was. I had a pinky on their wagon, you know. I yeah. was like, "Oh, this thing's gonna I be love, pretty nice." Yeah, yeah. I love the moves they made. I wanted the Padres to get Kyle Schwarber. I wanted to get Nicholas Castellanos, and mm-hmm. the Phillies did, did everything exactly what I wanted. Yes, they I added was... bullpen. They added Corey Knebel from the Dodgers. They added a lot of names. They made all the right moves. Hasn't panned out yet. Hasn't, Hasn't panned out but for I feel them. Like it has versus the Padres at least because they beat yeah, up the, the Dodgers. Padres. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Padres pitching came in and did work. Total run scored for both teams in this series, eight runs. There's only eight people that stepped on home plate this whole series. One home run? Both teams? Both teams. One One home home run run for Reese Hoskins. Yeah, Reese Hoskins. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't didn't get to watch Blake start. So, Mike Clevenger went five innings, 75 pitches. One hit, couple Ks, looked awesome. Gord came in, shoved, and then Taylor finished it off. I'm honestly, I think that might be the new move with like starters going long relief innings, three innings like that. If you can get someone to go five and then someone to go three, Taylor Rogers is that good. I'm confident in him every time he's, he's gonna get the, the saves. Lead right now and saves. I'm pretty sure. And he has been awesome. You know, he's been awesome. Ducks, he is uh, uh, fifty uh, times better than Emilio Pagan. 
oh, he is absolutely way better than Emilio, Emilio Pagan. And it sucks. I was going to say it sucks for Chris Paddock that he ends up with Tommy John surgery. And I just okay. saw that John Heyman came out and tweeted that Padres were in agreement with the Mets on a Paddock deal, but the Mets declined the medicals. They said the medicals were too bad. The elbow looked too bad. Heyman came out and said that today, a wow. day after Paddock had Tommy John surgery for the second time. I mean, he's doing it in the, the ugly fucking purple and red colors the <laughs> twins are, so... <laughs> he's dead to me. I'm just kidding. He's not dead to me, but I will forever be a Paddock fan. I was able to meet him and talk to him. And so I'm a fan. He's a cool guy. Cool guy. Um, sucks for, for the situation whatnot, but let's get back to Taylor Rogers. Awesome. Please leave. He because... had a, a four out save today. Yeah. Like yes. 35 pitches looked, look, look tired at the end, but that's going to happen when you're used to throwing 10 pitches in any. Yeah, but I love it because last year with Mark on the mound, even though he was doing great for us, led the league in saves and all that, when he got on the mound, it, I didn't really feel as confident as when Taylor Rogers steps on the mound. So, oh, it was for sure I, a nail-biter. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Every time he got on the mound, it was like, all right, Mark, like, can you do it again? But I feel like every time Taylor steps on the mound, it's like, all right, we got this. Like, three batters up, three batters out. Like, let's go. No, yeah, the amount of confidence I have going in the ninth yeah. inning with the lead is – 10 times more than any lead we had with Mark Melanson. Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting because it's going to happen eventually. We have to kind of expect it, but like a blown save, like he's going to give up yeah. a run or something soon. I know oh, yeah. he has, I think he has one right now, but. Um, Baseball gods will get him one day. We'll get him one day, but he, I'm excited for been, this Padre team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, the, we're looking the, good. Robbie Cano with the RBI today. Yeah, yeah you know, Cano looking great. Robbie Just Cano looked it. really good in the spring, and then he got to a slow start during the the beginning of the season. But he's picking it if back he up. He could continue to hit, man. He made a great play today. Just play the diving play. Yeah, Did I don't you know if you guys saw that? that was nasty. Yes. It was nasty, yeah. bro. Oh my god! I literally was like, I screamed at work. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was routine. <laughs> he literally <laughs> dove, got up, and it it looked like he was twenty five again. Yeah, it yeah. looks like he's excited to be here. He had a His couple of hits, RBI, comfortability, and I can't You're... wait for Tati to get back because they're obviously boys. They probably see each other as like older brother, little yeah. brother, yeah. and they played in that DR league together, so they have experience playing together. And I'm sure they're gonna love turning double plays. You have again. homies in the dugout, and it's like a celebration every time you walk in and you do something good, you're going to play good. And I feel like that's what's happening on the Padres when he was on uh, the Mets. I think it was, what was he on? Or, yeah. The Mets. Yeah. The Mets. Yeah. He didn't get any of that. He was just, everybody, he was doing bad. So all of his players didn't like him. Bro, plus well, the, Mets, the, the Mets, the Mets organization. Had to, had to look of him with like a stink eye because he's coming off a, yeah. a PED scandal where he was out the entire year. So, you know, as soon as he walked in that club, was Everyone was like, fish oh, this guy's here again. Yeah, and yeah. the Mets, or at least from my opinion, the Mets, they're strictly about baseball. They just want to win get their mm-hmm. games. The Padres, they fucking love to have fun. Oh, yeah. That's one of the best. It's a real family on the Padres. That's one of the best things that I like about watching this team is, yeah, they're going to have fun, and they're going to either do it winning games, which they're doing now, or, I mean, you can still have fun losing, but it's very hard to. But when you're winning, you're just going to 
that's all you're gonna do is you're yeah. there for the vibes exactly. robinson cano is a huge vibes guy is so. a huge vibes yeah and i'm excited for this team i'm excited for him he's been good i'm excited for tatis to come back because i know tony Gwynn jr came out and said late late june i'm so excited for that because positive have been playing great baseball no really good pitching has been awesome we need the bats to get around a little bit but hey Big if Robinson's going to come in and start every once in a while and provide for us, I'm excited. If this is a move that we can move Cronworth to the outfield, get him some reps out there a little bit, This, I'm excited for that. Do your role and do it great. That's what yes. oh, yeah, and, and so I was thinking about it. If Robinson Cano is playing second at any point, you get Hosmer, Cano, Tatis, Machado. They all speak the same language. We're going to be hearing a lot of Latino – a lot of slang. Spanish in the info. Vamos, vamos, vamos. A lot of Spanish in the info. I'm gonna yeah. be, I'm gonna be feeling really good about the vibes of our team. Absolutely, I already am feeling. I'm feeling great right now. I mean, hey, we talked about the the road trip of the Padres, the 15 playoff games in 20 days, whatever. We're getting off to a good start. Won the series. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, win the series. We just did that versus a good Phillies team who beat the Dodgers in the series prior. Three to one. Who are going to face the Dodgers again? Yeah, everyone's everyone's talking about, oh, they didn't have Bryce Harper or whatever. Padres don't have Fernando Tatis. That is equally as fair as it could be. Like the Phillies, you don't have your best player. Padres don't have their best player. Same exact thing. Last year, they were the same player. What happened to Bryce? Uh, He ended up getting MRIs and whatnot, sat out the whole series. Because of the UCL. Guy was raking. He was absolutely on a tear. I remember saying last pod, I was like, he's still going to hit a home run. That day, he literally cranked one. We were like, wow, UCL gone, don't matter. Don't yes. matter. And he ended up not playing the whole series with the Padres, but it doesn't mind me. I'm, I don't, I'm not going to yeah, have a that is their bad fault. feeling for anyone this year because I don't have Tatis. So if you don't have, like, the, the Braves didn't have Acuna, all right, you didn't have them. Not it's my fine. fault. It's fine. I don't have my best player. So I'm taking every win with a grain of salt because as soon as I get Tatis back, I'm taking every win with like hot sauce. <laughs> Absolutely. Every loss with hot sauce in the eyes. Absolutely. Because I think that's and I think that's why the Padres are waiting to make any sorts of moves. Everyone could talk about the Soto, which we'll get to in a second. But Tatis ain't back yet. We're not going to make the big splash moves. We need to see Tatis in this lineup. And then maybe July when the trade deadline comes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe then I'll give every single prospect I have for one. Soto. this team needs to focus on playing well without our star, without and our star, when our star being, comes back, that's what they didn't do last year. They didn't play well when Tatis was out. Yeah. They had a spurt or Manny Machado covered them for a stretch of games for Tatis to come back. Tatis ended up missing more time, and this team fell off after that. They gave up, gave up on Jace, whatnot. This he team earned, just he won. earned himself to give up on him. Yes, okay, whatever. This team has won <laughs> two series now without their secret weapon in Bob Melvin. He's back. Two this shutouts versus the series yeah. too. Y- yes, we're in San Fran this weekend, and yeah, Bo Mel's back. Say. 
it's great to have him back, and this team needs to this be is more focused than ever. Series. These next two series, San Francisco and Milwaukee Brewers at home. I think they're all at home, aren't they? No, no we're away no. versus Giants. Is Rendon pitching? We're home against the Brewers. Okay. Well, yeah. This last uh, series away yes. against oh, the Giants my God, and the no one way. at home against the Brewers are important series, and we need to win these. Saturday sure. gate day game gets the pitching matchup. Um, Naya Rendon. No, no, Joe versus yes. Carlos Rendon. Nice. It's going to be, this is a great series. Yeah. This is a great, this is testing the waters of how good the Padres are. What happened to Rendon's ERA? Bro, the Cardinals shit on him about oh. his last start. Bro, I dropped, he, was, like, he had like a point. He had like a point seven ERA. I was like, oh, this they guy's... dropped nine on him in like three innings. I was like, oh, this guy's actually panning out. Fuck me. <laughs> nine and three innings. Now he's he's pretty average now, but before he was elite. I mean, yeah. he's been shoving at home though, so that's the only thing that we're. This is a big series. If we can win Friday and Sunday, good. Big but series. we we win a lot of games with No No Joe's pitching. He keeps mm-hmm. us in ball games and. We've been playing a lot hey. of tight, close games. No, no, Joe is putting up a Cy Young bid this year. Oh, yeah, buddy. He's fucking shoving, and I'm loving every Glad you're bringing that up. Oh, yeah. I, I am glad, too, because he, this man, Padres are 7-0 when this man starts. I don't care mm-hmm. about his win-loss. Padres are 7-0 when they win. How fire. Starts. Oh, yeah, Mother's Day. He started and walk-off homer. I was wondering because I heard that, and then I thought we lost, but then Mother's Day – Dinger. Well, he's gonna but, show the Padres who he is. Everybody's talking about Darvish, no, how savage Clevenger, though. and then we got Manaya. Always talking about him. Can't forget about No No Joe, buddy. Can't forget about him. He's our best ace. pitcher on our yeah. staff the last this year. Is, on our this staff. is what I'm picturing right now. All star game in Dodger Stadium. How fire would it be for? No, 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 Joe, no, to start the game. That'd be that perfect. Be perfect. The best. If he keeps and, winning, I can see it. And we see Eric Hosmer at first base. We will see that, guaranteed. <laughs> I personally, at third base? I'm going to file a million votes for Hosmer at first starting first base. You can put it, you can write it down He's now. Ride for my boys, and that's what I'm going to do. He's killing it, and today in the MLB show, I was playing Trevor, and he had the nicest snag ever. Shin was pissed. Just that's what he does. There, sorry, that's what he does. He just—he's a beast. <laughs> it's going to be a beast forever. All right. So in the news, the last couple days, hours, has been a lot of Juan Soto talk. Nationals, we're giving him an arm and a leg, though. Juan Soto. Juan Soto will never be happy on a losing team. No matter what it is, it's the Dominican in him. It's whatever. He won't be happy on the losing team. When you win at such a young age, it's hard to lose for a while. And right now, the Nationals are in a rebuild, but with a top five player in the sport. So, midst of a year, there's always going to be trade talks about him. It might not be this year. Might be next year, the year after. Free agent next year, isn't he? He's a free agent no. after the 2024 season. Oh. Started the year. It started the MLB at 19. So, once yeah. Soto's up for trade, there's a lot of teams interested. Padres were uh, hit on the head. As soon as the report came out, the Padres' name followed after. Heard today, before we continue, Soto's agent said, Rumors are CNN. 
And I mean, I can understand that because that only makes the pot grow. Yep. He makes gets that much more money. You only make the pot grow. Yeah. It might be, oh, Soto, you want to trade for him? Well, you can, but he's going to want a deal also. Yeah. He's going to want the super mega extension as well. That's what, um, what you'll call it. Someone was saying in one of my group, group texts, they were like, Soto a free agent? And then not after two more years. But what that seems to me is he's the rumors are false is we want to trade and mega deal. And the Padres don't know if they give a mega deal, but if, if they can, I, how about Tatis, Machado, and Soto for five years? That would be uh That'd be nice. That would be a treat. That'd be nice. The top three. Do you think the Padres do it? I mean, if there if there's a deal to be made, I know AJ Preller's in the deal. It's an arm and a leg, though. AJ, I think it's going to be a lot. I also think it's going to be a lot more than what we are assuming. Oh yeah, and I also think AJ Preller's been tied to every name that's been moved in the past two years. That I definitely think the Padres are snooping. If there's a leak saying there might be a. Away, yeah. AJ Preller has called and said, "Hey, call I'm me here. if you ever think I'm here. I'm in the I corner. heard about it. Call me yeah. if you think about it. The Padres have have what it takes to move them. It's just it in my mind. It wouldn't make me happy of what we give up. I do not yeah. want to give up Mackenzie Gore, and that no. Mackenzie Gore probably gets you Juan Soto. Uh, Whatever way you build the deal. after his after his performance this year." His stock has definitely increased. Oh, uh, yeah. So if we can get him for Juan Soto. That's uh, tough. That it's tough, tough because tough. I can definitely see if he, I mean, if he just continues this trend that he's on, he doesn't need to be throwing a two ERA, but this is like Kershaw oh, this stuff. Could, yeah, this could be the best pitcher in the league in a, two years. Three years, two years, yes. We Especially could be seeing Mackenzie Gore like we were seeing Kershaw and Verlander. And, it and be, if he can learn maybe a Snell slider or something. He has what it takes. So yeah. is that worth giving up for Juan Soto, which we don't even know if we could pay for him because we already have two $300 million contracts on the books. And we still yeah. have Mc, or Joe Musgrove to pay. We can't let Joe Musgrove walk. No. That's he's a gonna, name he's that gonna retire as a Padre. I'd rather yes. give up Gore than I Mother. think the owners, Peter Seidler, will make sure he retires the Padre. He's gonna get a bag though, because he's earned his bag. Yeah. He's never got one before, and he's gonna get one. And he would not look good in anything but the, the yellow and brown. I don't At think he point. wants to leave though. I don't think he no, wants to leave. There's no way he wants to leave after the there's no shot. Years. He'll take a pay cut too. Not too big of a pay cut, but he'll take a and keep me in SD forever. I, I think I can see that. I do. Roman. I do agree that yeah. Roman. I really do. Absolutely. He's a Padre give, guy. Give me, San give me Diego a guy. reasonable amount, a one that both of us would like, and, and we'll roll with it. Give yeah. me you Darvish money. Yeah, and I'll be fine. Yeah, and I'll be fine. That's what I give him in the show. You Darvish. I would give him you Darvish money, but we'd have to get rid of you Darvish. In the show, I offer him nineteen six to twenty a year for like four years, or for eighty. Because he's, he's a little on the older he's on the older side he's like thirty two, bro. The deal that was reported right now. was gross. Five for hundred. 
No, 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 no. The reported deal it was like ten years, eleven million dollars a year for yeah. Joe Musgrove. Yeah, that was the reported deal. It was. It was like makes like yeah, nine was, right now. That was the like earlier in this year. Yeah, it was like a super long deal, keep you forever, but like you'll make decent money. You'll make livable wage. If that is what he wants, (laughs) I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that if that's what he wants. Because if I'm Joe, I say at least 15, buddy. Come on. Come on. I'd give that to him. Come on. I'm giving him 20. I am giving him 20. I don't care. Are you giving him that 10 year deal, though? Yeah. No, no. I want four years. Four. He can, he'll be 37 as another free agent. Nope. He wants the longevity. He doesn't want to be you think, Does he, he think to he's going to be... Yeah, do you think he's going to pitch till 40? That's the goal, ain't it? Yeah. What's that time frame? What is that? How I think it? it's eight. I think he's 32. Okay, so eight years. I, eight years, I give him 15 million. Eight years. Done. Easy. So eight for 144. You're giving him a Hosmer deal. Yeah. Worth That's it. the Hosmer deal right there. Worth it, buddy. Yeah. What do you do with Will Myers then? He's shit gone after the year. He's fucking shit, buddy. He finally, have, finally, have, he is shit. finally. And you know, there there is a little secret that lays right under our noses. If you guys aren't well aware of it, CJ Abrams isn't moving to the outfield right as of right now. So that means CJ Abrams doesn't fit into this team's everyday plans because one, they got Robinson Cano. Two, they got Alcantara from the D backs, who I have no idea why. And He's then fastest. Three has he even played yet? He turned to a play today. I think I heard his yeah, name. He, he was in oh, the yeah. in the like ninth inning uh, defensive replacement, but whatever. But he obviously doesn't fit in the plans because we have Kim Crone, Cano, Alcantara, Tatis. Obviously, doesn't fit in the next two years. So one to me that means that he's showing off. He's being played in our Triple A stadium. Which he's gonna bat one million and hit a couple outrageous dongs, he's and he's the biggest hand. trade bait in all of baseball. I love that. You I have think a, I love that. An infielder that could play second short every day in the bigs and hit consistently. Who else do we give him? Robert Hassel. He has Hassel uh, is gone if if it's for Soto. If he's it's gone. for Soto, what about Nomar? Garcia Parra. Nomar Mazzara. Mazzara is a he's not a prospect anymore. He's no, like a but, veteran. But Bob, this is what I was thinking about. The last two years, we've kind of been interested in everyone. It just popped in my mind probably five minutes ago. Trade deadline comes. Guess who we're getting? Who? <laughs> Willie Calhoun from the Rangers. <laughs> we're all interested in these high big name guys, but what did you say two mo- two weeks ago? Willie Calhoun getting traded the Padres. That is who we'll settle for. That is an AJ Preller move. I'd rather Dom Smith of the Mets. I would. He's he's tanking his stock, so we might get him cheaper, but... uh, I think he's better than Willie Calhoun. I mean, Willie Calhoun (laughs) is a bad take. It was just like the (laughs) Texas connection that I was trying to joke on, but... Which which your joke turned into making way too much sense. (laughs) And I realized that, so that's why I don't want to bring it up. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want this to become true. We're not trying to talk it into fruition here. But yes, Trevor, I understand that that makes way too much sense. I am smarter than the average bear. <laughs> okay. 
You said he was. You said you were joking though, so I didn't know if you were. You knew. I mean, I said it on the podcast. All right. Um, I think we hit all the the nails that I wanted to hit with the hammer. Any cool plays? Any cool cool things happened the last three four days? Butler scored forty on the Celtics. Um, Robinson Cano's diving play. I want to see him hit a fucking bomb, bro. You guys want to talk about that player that stole bats and helmets from his teammates and sold it? Oh, the Yankees prospect who the they Yankees cut. prospect. That's hilarious, bro. That's hilarious to me. Yeah, I I mean it's funny, but it's kind of shitty. Kind of shitty. Making, I have sources. making money off your your teammates. Yeah, I have sources who have said to me that that happens way more than you think. Oh, I bet it I does. Believe it. I bet it does. Probably way CJ Abrams. CJ Abrams hit a dong in the AAA team and then came up and his bat and was it's left never, in AAA. They it's never it's never something like like too like you know like sketchy. It's usually a bat cleats, yeah. glove, something like uh, that. So then they leave listen, in the AAA dugout. You have a a minor league lifer, a guy who's made the ten million a year for his in for ten years now. I mean ten thousand a year for ten years now in the minors. You have the number one prospect in baseball sitting three lockers down from you. I'm gonna take his cleats too and sell them on eBay. Absolutely. I'm gonna have him sign my baseball card and have him sign ten of them because I'm rookie hazing them. Absolutely. I'm get, I'm trying to get mine, dog. There's guys who make no money who play in the minors forever. Better Yaws right now. Uh, I don't think that 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 guy was one of those. Yaws on the Giants right now played like 900 minor league games before he made his major league debut. It's yeah. wild. They don't play 162 like the rest of the majors. They play like. 100 games, 82 games, something like that. 900 is forever in a day. <laughs> you have guys who, who make no money. I'm stealing cleats, too. I'm stealing your bat. I'm selling it online. That's how I am. We got to make mine. Got caught. Got caught. Get cut. It's the first time we're hearing about it. <laughs> Not everyone gets cut. You said it happens more than you think. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people in a clubhouse. Lots of people. Lots of people. <laughs> I'm glad you're understanding this. Celtics win yet? Uh, no idea. Yes. Yep. One by 25. <laughs> 127 oh. to 102. Wow. Amy Butler. Not I'm good. Pissed. Dodgers have won five in a row. That's pissing me off. Yeah, dude, I, I look today they're like a game and a half up. Yeah, right now they are. But there's nothing wrong with being average. Like, comment, subscribe. Not. Check us out on every social media platform. Thank you guys for watching. We out. Deuces. I was to the moon. Peace.